I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey everybody, it's us, Oops Podcast here. Welcome, thanks for joining us again. I'm Francis, he's Julio, and it's a, it, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, lot, lot of stuff to cover today. Love it. We are in the middle of summer now. Love coverage. Once you pass the 4th of July, you think maybe you're on the home stretch. Mm-mm. Yeah, this morning's like the beginning of a Spike Lee movie when they're like, it's going to be hot this yeah. week. There's like a radio thing and then you see all the characters in the neighborhood. Yeah. Bathing in fire hydrant. That's it. There's one Spike Lee movie that that is the case in. It's do the right thing. Do the right thing, really. <laughs> yeah, which I haven't seen in a while, but I would like to watch again. That's a, that's a movie we quote in uh, in my household. Really? Yeah, my dad goes, extra cheese is $2. Danny Aiello always uh-huh, says that. Uh-huh. Fun. And, and then there's another part where the guy says, put some mozzarella on that motherfucker and shit. And we have a debate as to whether or not he's saying on that motherfucker and shit or on that motherfucking shit. Ooh. Well, you know what you could do is you could throw on the subtitles. <laughs> that we may have to. And then get a sense. We may have to. <clears throat> Dude, we got a great email that I think you're really going to enjoy. Please lay it upon I me. I shall lay it upon thou. Uh, this is called Dear Encounter Ruining My Reputation. <laughs> and dude, you guys you guys know about my deer story where I hit the deer and the cops didn't believe me that whole thing. I talked about that on yeah, the past episode. That was great. And that was crazy. That is shit compared to this. <laughs> that is garbage compared to this. I can't wait. This is so good. Oh dear. Hey Fran and G, I have a pretty unusual situation and need some advice in restoring my reputation. Anyway, I live in a middle-sized town in Pennsylvania, not super tiny, but most people around my age seem to know one another. Recently, a friend from college had come to visit me, and we were out at a bar. After a pretty fun evening, we were heading back to my apartment. By the way, I'm 25, and I live in the same town I grew up in, but in my own apartment. On our way back, we heard a terrible shrieking noise adjacent to the sidewalk we were on. Sadly, what we discovered was a deer had tried to jump over a fence and got caught on razor wire on the top of the fence. Oh, no. It was not pretty. My friend and I did not know what to do, but based on what we saw, I won't go into the details, there was no way this animal was going to survive. We decided <laughs> we decided the only humane thing to do was to put the deer out of its misery. Okay. My friend and I got the deer off the fence, and I applied a blood choke as a way to put the deer down. <laughs> what? <laughs> a, a, a what choke? <laughs> I just picture this guy choking out the deer, dude. <laughs> Giving the deer a sleeper hold. Dude, it's fucking crazy. Oh this is crazy for so many reasons. Dude, just choking out the deer. Fucking fuck you, deer. You're going down. Don't fight this. Not to mention deer are covered in ticks. Like that's like yes, not a good thing yes, to be doing. Yeah. Uh anyway. I've never even held a deer. Certainly haven't waited for it to tap out. I don't Dude, the idea of him, him like pull, just fucking trying to choke out the deer. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. I so all right. So <laughs> no, much dude, I, I'm, I'm going, down to keep talking about this because this this there's a lot more layers here, so yeah. we can take. This. Well, then let me take a break. Yeah, let's take a step at a time here. <laughs> if you were in this position, how would you kill the deer? 
I would shoot it or I would just okay, leave it on the fence. You don't have a gun. How else? I mean, maybe like break kick it, it off. You break its neck. That that how, to me is how do you break its neck? You you could figure that out. I don't think I could. Yes, you could. Yes, you could. You you can get. It's you not use, as easy you as use Steven Seagal arm. makes it look, dude. Do you use your arm as like a sort of almost like a a brace, um, yep. and then you're just snapping its its vertebrae? Yeah, that to me is quick and less jujitsu-y <laughs> than a chokehold. I don't know where a, a deer's breathing tubes are. I wouldn't know how tightly to squeeze. I wouldn't know. Now it's thrashing around. It's <laughs> hooves are scrabbling across the, the pavement. I mean, dude, maybe you get some plastic wrap. Like I was joking. Around oh with my the, God. With the you, would, you would paper, you would bag it. Maybe. I don't know. I think- no, no, it's gotta be a broken neck. And, and, and I would even say broken neck, right? As quickly as possible. Quick snap, dead. Right. And if, if that's not available, go get a baseball bat and bash it in the head. I, mean, I that's hate to terrible, say it, right? that to me is more humane somehow. Choking it out. <laughs> but I would be, I would be so, I would be so scarred from that experience either way. Dude, it, it's incredible how much better this gets. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Okay, okay, keep going. Okay, <laughs> unfortunately, dear reputation ruining ruining my dear dear story ruining my reputation. Keep okay, going. a blood choke is a way to put the deer down. Unfortunately, the deer began shrieking wildly <laughs> at this before being put to sleep. Go figure. I wonder why this attracted several girls who were going to other bars and who started screaming at us that we were murdering the deer. <laughs> what are you guys doing to that deer? Well, he is. He's, he is. Yeah. We tried to explain what had happened, but they didn't believe us and ran off. Anyway, after uh, after that, we ended up covered in deer blood, which we didn't realize and were traumatized. We felt we needed to go have a drink to decompress. <laughs> we went back to the... So it sounds like they didn't realize they were covered Dude, in deer I blood. I won't even go to a bar if I have mustard on my shirt. <laughs> you want to talk about deer blood from the deer that I just killed? Dude. With my bare hands? <laughs> Dude, so... Okay. I know, I know. We went, ba- we went back to the same bar we were at before. It, by the way, it sounds like they weren't aware of how bloody they were, maybe. Maybe okay. they, like, wiped... Like, I don't know. We went back to the same bar we were at before. Within 15 minutes of being there, a fight broke out, which cleared the bar, and had the police arrive. Because we had deer blood on us... <laughs> 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 Because we had deer blood on us, the police fingered us as being involved and put us, despite our protestations, in a squad car. Oh, my God. When they took us outside, guess who was there rubbernecking? Yep, that's right. Those same girls from earlier. (laughs) Also, as an added bonus, I recognize one who knew me somewhat from back in high school. Long story short, the police officer only released us when he drove to the spot where the deer was, thinking he was calling our bluff and looked in disbelief at the animal. Anyway, I know uh, that these rumor there are rumors about me floating around as some kind of deer sacrificing satanic bar fighting lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> and I've become slightly infamous in town. What can I do to correct the record and regain my reputation? Dude, I think you just did. I, I think mean, you just fully redeemed yourself. Yeah, what an amazing, <laughs> amazing story. Oh my god. Dude, what the fuck, bro? Dude, imagine imagine hearing that as a rumor. 
Dude. You know, there's a rumor going around that there's a guy Dude. who is a deer sacrificing, Satan worshiping, bar brawl starting <laughs> lunatic. And they're like, Christine saw him. Yeah. Christine yeah. saw him choking him out. She actually knew him in high school. He's he a pretty bleeding. mild guy, but you never know. You never see these things coming. Dude, that's a crazy really one. played a lot of call her duty. Call, call, uh, call, <laughs> call her duty. duty. Not call. call her daddy and call, call of her duty daddy combined. Call, call of duty. Dude, that uh, is a fucking... Call her duty. <laughs> <laughs> insane bro absolutely insane i mean dude that is too fucking funny that's amazing that's amazing amazing story but it does it does beg the question i mean first of all <laughs> what sort of a guy can do that what sort of a guy can can put the deer out of its misery so, dude, I'll say this. And in, in that way. In my town where I'm from, where people are very well acquainted with deer in various ways. That sounded weird. That sounds like people in my town bang deer. Now, they do, like, people hunt and they know how, like, like, it's not weird in my town if you find a deer dead on the road to take it home and, like, make steaks. Yeah, out. yeah. And probably in Maine, I'm sure. So, if you have that kind of familiarity with deer, I guess it would be easier to figure out how to kill it with your bare hands, too, right? I don't know. Yeah, but, dude... And also, they were on foot. You're out for a night at, on the town in the among going to bar, bar hopping. You're wearing a nice outfit. You're hoping to get laid, right? Are yeah. you in the mindset really of of being Mister Humane Society Animal Rights Jujitsu Expert? So here's why the answer is yes. They were going home. Okay. They were going home. Like, so they had given up on trying to get laid. They were they were done for the night. They were walking home, saw the deer. The deer thing was so traumatic. Like, that was crazy. We need to have another drink. So they went back. Okay. But I agree with you. At that point, I hang up the night. So I just feel like um, I just think that there are there are so many different ways that I would have handled that whole thing. And yeah. his quick willingness to do the way he did means that this guy is is one step away from being a serial killer <laughs> come no on good deed goes unpunished he, dude. he peeled it off of a rare razor wire fence laid down next to it presumably wrapped his legs around it and then choked it out <laughs> it sounds like by the way it worked they choked out the deer they choked it out the girls caught them doing it. Even though the deer str- was was fighting it, they successfully choked do you it think, out. Do you think that he took his thumbs and pressed them against the deer's Adam's apple? <laughs> like, ah! Or do you think it was more of a rear naked choke? I'm about to apply. the deer. He put blood choke in quotes, so maybe that exists on the internet. Look I'm up a blood up. choke. Blood choke. Is that, I mean, I'm hoping it's not where you just like... Dude, it's literally where you... Re- you do- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wrap your elbow around their their neck. It's a headlock. A headlock. Noog- it's choke. like a noogie. Yeah. <laughs> when your cousin used to give you a noogie. That oh, is what a blood Oh, man. I wonder how long you have to hold that for. Holy fuck, man. This guy is a legend. <laughs> That's crazy. But you That's think he's insane. a serial killer. I mean, dude, the deer was clearly in agony. Like, you got, you know, it's not like he saw a deer and was like, ha ha, this would be funny to fucking murder it. I know. Okay, so then maybe I don't want to discredit him. I, I guess yes, in theory he did he did the nice thing for sure. Dude, how funny is that? He he emails us for suggestions on how to kind of be 
saved and you just double down. You're like, this guy needs to be watched out for. I just think, I, I just don't know. I, I do think the neck break is something I would have figured out. Okay, I have another way. Okay. Did they have a car? They were walking. Oh, then never mind. You run it over? Well, you put its head down under right. the tire and then back the tire over it. How the fuck did they get it off the bar bar? By the way, that must have just like ripped yeah. its guts out. Yeah, not good. Like, remember that scene in uh, Silence of the Lambs where he like hangs the guy out from the ceiling with his guts hanging out? Ooh. It's like that kind of situation. It's like an anime. Yeah, not good. <sighs> like blood flying. Jesus. Ugh. That is nuts. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> fucking hell. Sounds to me like you need to relax. You know, you got a lot of stress, which I think is why our one of our new sponsors is going to be just just the thing you need. Who's that? Feels CBD. Feels CBD in the nick of time. <laughs> in the nick of time, we got this incredible CBD company to to come with us, and uh, boy, I've got to tell you, I have been I have been jumping into the old CBD pool a little bit. It's really awesome. If you go to feels.com slash oops, uh, you can get fifty percent off of your first order when you become a member. Uh, they ship monthly uh, CBD shipments to your door, and they even have a full-on CBD concierge so that you can call and sort of like make sure you're getting the appropriate dose. Yeah. Uh, they're available all the time and you can call and uh, try to figure out just how much you need to be taking and all that. They have this awesome thing called the flight. It's sort of their starter pack uh, that lets you assess what your threshold is, what kind of taste you want. Uh, it comes with a 600, or uh, sorry, there's the 600, the 1200, the 2400. One is 40 milligrams, one's 80 and one is 160 milligrams. So that like different strengths and it'll you can kind of try they want you to start with the middle one. And frankly, you know, this is what I will now be using instead of how I was often using marijuana in the past to help me sleep. This is what I will be using to help me sleep. Like as an alternative. Yeah, and it, yeah. I think it's a much healthier, clearer way to do it. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. And as you said, for me, that's stress, anxiety, pain, right. and the lack of sleeping ability. Right. And this really helps, especially, you know, winding down after a long day, your stress, it really kind of like gives you a jolt in the right direction, being able to relax and kind of like let your day go. Yeah, you exactly. Know? And remember, if you become a member today, you're going to get 50% off your first order when you go to feels.com slash oops. Um, and sign up. Yeah, that's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash oops to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels dot com slash oops. Dude, so Francis and I spoke on the phone last night. Francis had, I actually really, I really enjoyed that call. I like that whenever we kind of like think of something we, and we want to share with each other, we give each other a ring, yeah. have a little chat. Francis is like, I'm going to tell you this. And he was like, you know, I'm going to save it for the pot. He goes, remind me to talk about Indian food. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I've been looking forward to this. I've been wondering right. what the hell's going on. So last night was rough. You know, I. <laughs> so my girlfriend went out for a work dinner. And when I have the night in the apartment to myself and she's gone, I get excited because I get to watch whatever I want. And there was a Stanley Cup final game on with our good pal Alex oh, Kalorn, Bless his heart. who is playing out of his mind, by the way. He's you guys really, are started. Really playing well. He's got like 17 points in the playoffs. Or I don't know if you guys remember during our, like sort of our really unique little stretch 
oops the pandemic pod when we mm-hmm. had three episodes a week for yeah. a second so we had nothing else to do and we had a ton of guests yeah and i always forget who those guests were yeah he was one of them we had nikki glazer we had tom zagora we had the guy from manchester united jesse lingard oh my god Remember that's him? right yeah <laughs> definitely a little janky on the on the technology it was all zoom episodes or whatever but we're uh those those kept us alive so thanks for sticking with us through that alex Gorn, my buddy from from college came on he's a now plays for the tampa bay lightning they won game one of the stanley cup finals they're on their way fucking awesome uh and by the time this comes out they may have already won i hope so um i'm excited to watch this game i'm excited to watch there's also uh clippers uh sons western conference finals game um going on so i got a whole night of sports ahead of me and i did do a little potsky pansky okay smoked a little weed just just the old vaporizer first time in 10 days so bongs away bongs away but not not <laughs> crazy bongs away yeah not yeah. crazy bongs away and i ordered a bunch of indian food 88 dollars worth of indian food for myself oh my god yeah, so it's a heavy lift. What kind of stuff? Like straightforward, like chicken tikka masala, or like buddy? I went the, I ran the rainbow. <laughs> I went chicken tikka masala. I did a, a lamb biryani. Biryani. <laughs> I did a chickpea kind of yogurt appetizer. Mm, yum. Uh, I did another chicken dish that mm. was incredible. Um, and I just you know like to have variety, and then of course I have it as leftovers, so it's it lasts me a couple days. So all of this arrived, I spread it out across the little coffee table in front of the couch, our white couch, oh no. which I've talked about. And I thought, we, we have these sort of set up kind of TV dinner stands that are a little bit higher <laughs> and make it easier to eat from. But I was like, you know what? I just don't even want to bother with that. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just be careful. Oh, I'll just no. be careful. Oh no. So get this is this is the crazy part. This is what's so bizarre. <laughs> I'm 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 taking everything out of the bag. I'm opening these containers and I'm like, you know what? I can't just eat this stuff straight from the containers. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I need a plate. I need a central surface upon which to assemble my meal. Which will minimize the likelihood of collateral damage. And not to mention, too, dude, with this kind of food, it's like saucy. Yeah. So, like, the inside of the the cover, the sort of plastic top, has all this moisture on it. That's it. And sometimes when you kind of take that out and you put the food on top of the plastic, then you'll get some residue on the table and you get some masala all over the fucking it's place. It's a minefield. It's a mess, dude. And it's a, it's a minefield. Now, chicken tikka masala, the sauce... Might as well be a dye. It might as well be a coloring agent you might use to create, to paint a house. It's that potent. It's that dramatic in its coloring. So, of course, is my the my the the, the crown dish of the whole. Right, and uh, that rice all soaked up in that. Mm. And I was Bible. picking up a couple pieces of chicken now. I'm eating, I'm, I'm slowly eating, and I'm so hunched over the, the, the assembly of food that I'm actually uncomfortable. Like, my back yeah. hurts. I'm at a, my back is at a 30-degree angle off. That sucks. If, if flush to the coffee table is zero degrees, I'm only 30 degrees off of that. Not even 45. <laughs> I am, it's a very acute angle, my spine to the, 
to the coffee table. And I'm, I'm now thinking to myself about a bit where I text my girlfriend while she's out for the night. Hey, babe, no need to worry, but any chance you could tell me where the Tide pen is? <laughs> and as I'm, I'm start, I start giggling because I'm thinking like, what, what, what worse text could she receive while she's at a dinner of, of work people from me? Like, clearly I've spilled. It's like texting your mom, like, hey, mom, no big deal, but. Like what's the nearest hospital? Where's the fire extinguisher? Yeah, like what's you know how do you how do you set a broken arm or whatever? Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking about this whole text exchange, and I'm thinking about like writing it out as almost like a funny dialogue scene in a sketch or something. And I'm not kidding you. As I was thinking of this, I brought a piece of chicken masala to my mouth, and the juice flung across everything and landed on the couch uh right on the white couch now it landed right between kind of the two pillows so it did double damage a little bit it's not face up it's in the crack yeah but it it was it so but it's definitely there right mm. and it's 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 bright red red it's neon red <laughs> red orange and i I did this and I looked down and out loud I went, you got to be fucking kidding me <laughs> because I was thinking about this scene and it was the most art imitating life moment. Damn, dude. I was so asking for it. You truly were. I had completely telegraphed this move. <laughs> so immediately I pushed the coffee table gently away. I put the food down. I stand up. And I run to the the drawer, I get some hot water going, I get it under a rag, I go, I do the twist sort of Mm. uh, dab motion with the hot towel, and then I tide pen it like crazy, wait till it sort of dries an hour, and then do it again. And I had this in the bag. I had flipping the cushions back. Yeah. So that they would be under the back support cushions and she would never see them mm-hmm. until enough time had elapsed that the statute of limitations had passed and she could not necessarily know that it was my spill. Right. It might have been a guest. Who knows what happened? A savvy guest who had covered their, their tracks. So I, my problem was that I was high and I left the Tide pen out. Mm. which is the <laughs> keep in mind i didn't text her about it evidence that was just the joke right i left the tide pen out which is the bleep the bloody knife yes it's the bloody knife <laughs> she comes home she sees me melting into the couch not even a hello sees the tide pen what happened mm-hmm. what happened gig was up didn't have a yeah. choice showed it to her instantly you know she goes into full combat mode uh gets the the oxyclean going boils a tea kettle you know <laughs> sterilizes her needles cauterizes the wound local anesthetic you know calls in the air support all of that the medevac and uh she did a great jo- job you know i think she she was very measured in her in her sort of clearly you shouldn't be eating this on the couch yes 
she knew I was upset about it and felt really bad. But I also think that if you recall from the first two weeks that we were dating when she knocked over an entire decanter of red wine yes, yes. on the carpet, of course. which she then treated, but even so, it's it's stained through to the wooden floor, which leads us to where we are today. The security deposit lawsuit <laughs> that we are embroiled in. I think knowing that now we're back to even a little. So she couldn't get too mad at me, but I can't. I don't have any more eight b- bullets in the hole. You know what I mean? So yeah, it sucks. You had to burn it just on like a drop of masala. I know. I could have I could have put a fucking elbow through the wall. I know, and you. I just, I, did, I had a bigger explosion that I could have dodged, <laughs> but that was it. That's all I get. Well, dude, it's gonna be a big weekend coming up. Uh, you know, I think. Are you going out of town? I am. As am I. Uh, and where I'm are you headed? I'm going to Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, a little Chicago action. A lot of murder. <laughs> going to Chicago, the Burbs. I gotta tell you, this is gonna sound. This might be get me in trouble. But finding out that cities have a high murder rate makes me respect them more. <laughs> just makes me think they're gritty, that but they're this, set up for a good crime drama. I think that the thing that people like neglect to to realize with a lot of that, though, is sometimes the crime is very contained to specific areas. Yes. And the crime rates might be really high there, but like the city itself might not be that dangerous if you stay out of those areas. That's true. Whereas other cities, if you make a wrong turn, you might be fucking toast. You could know? be, could be. I, Chicago, one of the most lovely cities on earth. I absolutely love it there. Um, I know that up by you know where the Cubs play and all of that's really nice and safe. And then down where the White Sox play is where it starts to get a little more dicey, a little dodgy. South Chicago, South Side. But well, dude, dude sorry, th- th- those sorry. those areas and cities tend to put forth phenomenal culture. I feel like out of adversity, wonderful ferns and art Rich grows. culture. That yeah, part of the city yielded or cultivated Kanye West and Common and Chief Keef. Yeah. Is this a, is this a hot take? I don't know. I, 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 I'm not exactly sure about what Common and Kanye's backgrounds were. I, think I know they're Chief both from Keef the south part of from the south Chicago. Side. Kanye too. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. The last thing I'll say is this. Um, you know, when I say I respect them, it's like you think of... Did you ever watch The Wire? Not really. The Wire, the grittiness really of Baltimore and the and sort of the drug areas is what made that show so great. And that show made me respect Baltimore more. Mm, um, and, and sort of, I don't know. That That's my take. Well, dude, I am looking forward to, you know, having some outdoor drinking afternoons and some BBQ. And, dude, I'm super excited to crack open a Stewart Spike Seltzer. Oh, baby. Did you even know that they were they were making these? I did not. So I don't know if you guys remember, like when you were a kid, like they were, there's a specific memory that I have going over to my pal Nick Torelli's house. His his house was always stocked with sodas. Nicky you, T. You pop open that fridge. And there it was, the Stewart's root beer, the Stewart's orange cream, the Stewart's mm. black cherry. Oh my God, was he a billionaire? I, I know, these sort of fancy, <laughs> these sort of like fancy old fashioned sodas. Yeah, yeah. And it's really cool that they've sort of taken that and as an homage to that, they've created a sort of parallel spiked seltzer experience. Yeah. The Stewart spiked seltzer. And they have all three of those flavors as well as they've added a raspberry lime flavor. Unreal. Uh, and dude, they're absolutely delicious. They're light, refreshing, 100 calories, 
uh, you know, gluten-free, vegan, the whole nine yards as far as health stuff goes. And it's just a sparkling, refreshing, light, guilt-free treat to really intensify your summer experience. Yeah, 100 calories per can, zero to one grams of sugar. So it's very not overly sweet or unhealthy. Stewart Spiked Seltzer is currently available in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Colorado. So get in touch with your nostalgic side, guys, uh, and crack open a Stewart Spiked Seltzer this weekend, any summer weekend coming up. Get your hands on them because there's nothing like the good old days. You know what I'm saying? In a nice can. Dude. Bringing it back. Absolutely. Stuart Spike Seltzer. Iconic just got spiked, baby. Um, Dude, your story about trying to kind of cover up the the couch situation. Now, flipping the cushion is just an age-old move. Uh, I respect you actually fully trying to fix it. I think I probably would have done the same. And to be honest, I don't think I would have been able to sleep at night just fully flipping the cushion and trying to get away with it. Yeah, me neither. Um, And it's funny that you, I mean, once the bloody knife was out, it was over. But I have a funny story, actually, about my girlfriend uh, with a cover-up act. Great. That was really fucking impressive. So yeah. she had a party when her parents were out of town or something, and when she was in high school. Uh-huh. And one kid smashed his head through the wall of the basement. <laughs> so there was just a, a, a divot in the wall from a head going through the wall. High school dudes are such assholes. I did. So probably trying to do it to be funny. So dude, she spaz. She actually figured out how to like replace drywall and spackle and paint. Oh my god. And she replaced she replaced the wall. The whole wall? I I don't know if the whole wall the piece of the wall and her parents never knew. So a few years later, very sadly and unfortunately, I, I'm pretty sure the guy whose head went through the wall actually ended up passing away very, very tragically. Oh, my God. And it wasn't until the funeral that she actually told her parents what had happened. Well, that seems like the right place that is to, the right time. to drop that news. It's almost, like a nice, it's almost like a nice anecdote to share in a tough time. Yeah, and you're never going to get grounded at a funeral. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's, the, yeah, that's the time to come clean about that. But I think her parents were just like unbelievably impressed at how hands-on she was. Yeah. And I remain unbelievably impressed at how hands-on and committed to us living adult lives she is. Dude, she bought a fucking printer the other day. You have a printer? <laughs> I never thought I was going to have a printer. I'm, I'm more impressed that she spackled the walls as a 17-year-old <laughs> than going on Amazon and clicking buy. But... Dude, you think this, that's impressive? Check this out. She yeah. bought a printer. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Dude, high school parties, uh, there are always a couple of ways that your parents will get you, that they'll find out. And one of them is bottle caps. Oh, interesting. Um, 
or 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 empty cans. You know, you think you've cleaned everything up and all people put those things down in the most difficult nooks and crannies and your parents will be, you know, going through a bookshelf, they'll pull out a copy of Pride and Prejudice and behind that is <laughs> boom, dead body, Bud a Light can. Blue. Yeah, yeah, just toast. Game Dude, over. That's really interesting. I wonder if that is a good policy to have is a no cap policy at the party mm, well cans only no cap baby no cap Keep it honest yeah <laughs> no cap no lie keep it real um i i i it's fu- i my sister i had a party in high school and i was two years younger than my sister fortunately she was there and she let me have it but she warned me against it when my parents were away and it it definitely got bigger than I had wanted it to be because I was a sophomore or something and then the older kids just took advantage of me and started Classic. fighting everybody. Motherfuckers. And I didn't have the will at the door to turn people away. Right. You know what I mean? I was new to the school. I didn't know anyone. And they're just flooding in. Nobody gives a shit when they're at your house. They're not... Tr- these weren't even like really friends of mine. I didn't know these kids all that well. And <clears throat> I remember we cleaned it all up and then my mom came home the next day and it was like sticky rings of where beer cans had sat mm. on certain surfaces that she was like, what's hmm. this? What's that? Is that beer? And we sort of denied and denied and she didn't press. I think it's one of those things she probably she knew. knew. And that's just what high school kids do. Let me ask you something. <laughs> The drinking thing is really hard as parents. Meaning, you hear these stories of like parents that say, well, I'd rather that my kids are having a few beers in the basement and I'm here to supervise and they're not out drinking and driving. Mm -hmm. But then that's their mentality. And next thing you know, police are showing up and then the kids are getting arrested. And then the parents are getting arrested for housing underage drinking. So, dude, I, I used to hear that sort of like waved in my face all the time back in the day. Oh, like like if, if anything happens, we're responsible. I can't. I've never heard of a, the parents getting in trouble for kids throwing a party. There were newspaper stories I read. Have you really? Of, of it happening. Especially I remember in towns that had like rival lacrosse teams because kids would end up getting suspended. And we'd be like, well, how did that happen? And then you'd hear, you know, that the parent was like, you're right there. (laughs) All good. Julio (coughs) took one down the wrong Wrong pipe. Wrong pipe, baby. Wrong pipe. So my fear always in drinking in my house was that I was going to get my parents sent to jail. More, (laughs) more, More than even getting in trouble myself. Right. Dude, I mean, I understand, I guess. So what's your policy going to be? Dude, I think like it's funny. I think more about this. Like I think my policy is going to be don't have a fucking party at my house or I'll kick your ass. I think that's going to be my policy. Don't have a party. And I think, you know, it will con- this, this cycle will continue to repeat itself where kids are lying and trying to get away with it anyway. And okay, what about what about uh mom, dad, you know, Papa Julio, <laughs> would it be all right for me to have three friends over to drink beers in the basement? Ah, oh, man, I don't know, dude. I almost feel like there's this element of like, 
you need to not straight up condone it, but you know that you need to give them some leeway with it if you catch them. Mm, mm. I wonder about that. I, I think really the know. second you okay it, then they take they they you give a mouse a cookie, gonna want a cold cookie. Right, that's what I'm saying. Some, He's crumb. gonna want a glass of milk. Yeah, that's it. Sure. Um, God, that felt so good to correct Francis. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know those sayings. That felt so. I fucking speak good. plain English. I don't um, speak in cartoon. <laughs> no, but dude, you're right, man. I mean, the stakes unfortunately can get really high sometimes in these parties, like. I remember fucking Kevin Rocco had a party at his house and like it got crazy. Like kids yeah. were fucking running into the woods and shit. Like, mm-hmm. like that's so unnecessary for it to get. To right. That so level. obviously that's not going to happen. But, you know, your responsible honor roll students ask you if they can have their four other friends over following, you know, their, they took their AP European history test. Summer has set in. Can we have five people over to play beer pong? Everyone's sleeping over. No one's leaving. So here's the problem. You now, you have to deceive the other parents in that scenario. But this is the issue is the other parents are the problem. The other parents are the problem. Because the other parents are the ones who end up telling the fucking school. Or yeah, it's just, dude, it's like, there's no, you have to be an ally of the other parents before you are of the other kids in the community. Yeah, and granted, if your kid, if my kid wants to drink at the house with us, if he wants to drink wine, whatever, dude, like we're a European family, like I'm used to that. Mm -hmm. That's like not a crazy thing, but like at the same token, it's like if your friends want to come over and drink beers in the basement, I mean, I'd have to talk to their the kids' parents first. Okay, so what if your son comes to you and says, "Mom, Dad, I know this is putting you in a really uncomfortable position, but I was hoping to have five friends over." And we're all going to try on bird dogs. <laughs> What's your response to that? I'd be like, you know, that's a really good decision because at some point tonight, after you have your 12th beer, you're going to decide it's a good idea to jump in the above ground pool and it'll be nice to be wearing a versatile gotta, uh, pair of shorts that you have, can swim in. Got to have a pretty big vertical to jump into an <laughs> above ground pool. But make sure you call us before you decide to do that and because the best we need to shorts, supervise you. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best shorts for that crazy box jump you got to do to get into your above ground pool from the from the ground <laughs> is the bird dogs. The There's bird no restriction. Disease. The built-in underwear liner moves with you. Yeah, it doesn't bunch. It doesn't ride up. It makes underwear obsolete. So comfortable. We're wearing them right now. We love them ourselves. You know them. That's birddogs.com. Promo code oops. You get something. <laughs> Life of comfort. Some kind of treat. Yeah. Go get some bird dogs for the summer, guys. Uh it's 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 too sad for you not to have them at this point. Need a pair of bird dogs. Yeah. Um awesome, dude. <laughs> dude, I just think that, you know, the the problem with kids is that they you give them some leeway and they just continue to take. That's it. Because they're kids and they don't know how to like not do that yet. And like if you let them start drinking beers, who knows what the fuck they're going to start doing. Yeah, you define yourselves as the cool parents if you right. even let it slide just one time. Be, dude, it's so funny now that I think back on it. Like We've talked about this a little before, but the idea of wanting to be the cool parent, you're a fucking loser, dude. Who cares what high school kids think of you? Yeah. You want to be the cool dad? Like You're not cool, dude. You're like, not, yeah, what, 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 what are they going to invite you to prom? Dude, anyone's dad who was like too cool about that shit, I now judge as an adult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, bro. Um, 
what 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 makes a parent a cool parent in your mind who were the parents where you're like they're cool i admire these people i maybe even and this is sad to say i wish my parents were more like that and we're by the way everyone i feel like sometimes has that thought and they're never right you know because everyone's parents there's something that people are dealing with that sucks for them too mm-hmm. it, it's funny it's hard it's hard to put my finger on now because i think back on my friends parents and I can't help but think about it through the lens of me as a high school kid. So it's hard to really accurately assess who I currently deem as having been cool parents. I think my parents are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They weren't, they wouldn't let me fucking drink beers at the house, but like that doesn't mean I don't think they're cool. Yeah. You know, I think that they, but I think they're, I don't know. I think overall they're pretty cool people. I think my parents were very cool. They would let me drink beers at the house, but it, it was always, I, f- I always felt so guilty for pushing them to let it happen. Interesting. But if it if it did, it was only ever like a couple people. Right, right. You know? Um, and it was really towards the end of high school. I didn't drink until my senior year, really. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was so. pretty straight edge until then. Interesting. Yeah. Not at all? Well, junior year, I got into it a little. Um, but, you know, I, I had gotten into, the, into weed my junior year year the summer going into my junior year uh and i was really excited about that i felt like such a badass (laughs) people you gotta remember i mean that was 2004 five back then weed was like the forbidden fruit as criminal as crack (laughs) you had to see be so secretive yeah the the weed isn't a drug argument was like still pretty taboo acquiring marijuana if someone we knew had it that person was the gatekeeper for the evening right right. we need to be near that guy because we want to just see hopefully he'll pass us the bowl what did you guys smoke with did you smoke out of a bowl usually in high school yeah same with us we didn't know how to do joints or anything yeah that was like a city kid thing but dude we we also did like gravity bongs reverse yeah i would create gravity bongs using milk you know yeah 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 Yeah, same oakhurst milk quartz i would get tin foil create a little poke little holes in it with a toothpick fill it with water cut a hole in the bottom plug that hole with duct tape and then light the bowl of tin foil and then let let the water drain yeah fill the thing with smoke and then pass around that thing (laughs) isn't it funny how the goal then was to be as unfunctional as possible. You, that was the goal. You're like, how can I get higher off of this? Yeah. And just making all these crazy fucking devices. There was a bong. We, I've talked about this before on the pod, but like this kid I knew had a five foot bong. You had to stand on a couch to fucking smoke this Jeez. thing. And then you just be comatose for like <laughs> the rest of the night. Your night was over. It's over. <laughs> One hit. Gone. One hit wonder, dude. But yeah, it was funny. Like kids would always like, they would get this really fancy pipe, like a bowl, and then they'd they, name it. Yes, I was just gonna say that there was the king. Mm-hmm. My buddy had this woman named the king, and then the cops took the king or something, or the king broke. And <laughs> it was this whole like thing, like oh, the king, dude, I miss the king. We had a friend who got into blowing glass. Oh, that's crazy. Which was actually really cool. He had one of those crazy kilns or torches in his barn. Uh, 
and he got into it and he could make you a little one hitter in like 10 minutes that's crazy dude and then he got he would make pieces that were a little bit you know he wasn't making like wine glasses but he he could make you a piece uh and a spoon or whatever and mm. you know write your get your name written on it in funky that's sick glass it that's was cool. really cool. It was cool. George Reiki, cool guy. I do remember, dude, people talking about that, though. They'd be like, oh, this one's double blown. Yeah. There was this, like, head shop. That kid, know. by the way, was one of the kids that I was fighting with when I got the shit kicked out of me by that guy. Oh, really? Yeah, he was on my team. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's great. George Reiki. <laughs> awesome. Bless his heart. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for joining us in this Midsommar episode <laughs> by the way if you haven't seen that movie watch that, that movie awesome. midsummer it's crazy it's a crazy movie stays with you it's a little jarring and there are some very upsetting images the ending is upsetting for i found it upsetting yeah yeah it's eerie midsummer check it out yeah check out midsummer uh we are oops the podcast we would love it if you would send us your stories or thoughts or questions solicitations for advice to oops the podcast at gmail.com uh Join my Patreon, please. I'd love it if you would. And I'm going to be at the DC Improv uh, Thursday through Saturday this week. What fun. It's uh, a really so, good club. Yeah, so come check that out. That should be fun. Uh, and check out some of my travel vids. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it, guys. Spread the word. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye.